Hi and welcome to episode 105 of the This Is Reportage podcast. My name is Alan Law, I am the founder of This Reportage and This Reportage family and I'm a photographer too. An absolute pleasure to chat to the one and only Phil Salisbury for the podcast this week. Based in the UK, Phil recently won four Reportage Awards from us in our first collection of 2022, an incredible achievement. And he talks about a couple of those awards on the episode today, as well as much more, including his journey to becoming a photographer and the transferable skills from his past jobs, shooting close and how he lights up the dance floor, both with his flash and his dance moves, his hatred of baked beans, our Netflix synopsis game, Top tips for improving your documentary coverage, thoughts on judging our This Reportage Family Awards, teenage celebrity crushes, and much more. Just before we get on to film, I just want to say that I can't wait for Doc Day 2022 in just a few days, the documentary conference in Dublin, Ireland that we're honoured to partner with. Can't wait to meet photographers from all over the world, including lots of TIR members, including Phil. So if you've been lucky enough to get a ticket, it sold out a while ago now, I'll see you very soon. Wish I could say mine's a Guinness, but I really don't like that at all. But if you see me at the bar, I never say no to a cider, just so you know. Right, over to Phil. Hey, Phil, how you doing? I'm good, Alan. How are you? Yes, I am all good, thank you. Nice and sunny down in Cornland at the moment. How about with you? Uh, raining cats and dogs up on the failed coast, I'm afraid. No, <laughs> so I'm not Is afraid. it? Lots of the day, yeah. On the what coast? The Fylde Coast, uh, just outside of Blackpool's where I'm based, a little seaside town called Lytham Sands. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, you're there, aren't you? That's where, yeah, that's where Jeff Ascoff lives, isn't it? Or used to live, anyway. I believe so. Mm. so. Have you ever seen him around? I haven't, no. I can't claim to have seen him. That's a funny, funny intro. But are you, are you have ties to, are you from Cornwall originally, or you have ties from down here? I, I do indeed, yes. So uh, many moons ago, some 40 plus years ago, uh, my grand and granddad used to live down there and owned a hotel. And my mum came down there with my dad to help them run the hotel. And that is where I'm originally born. Oh, wow. So you are actually, where were you born? In Truro. Where are you at Trillisk? <laughs> yeah, in Truro. Uh-huh. That's like both my children born there as well. That's funny. There you go. All the greats are born down there, apparently. Yeah, man, that is true. That is true. That's only like 15 minutes from my house, actually. And my wife sometimes works there and stuff. So, yeah. Small world. Small world. Do Do you come down to Cornwall much? Not as frequently as I would like to, um, but you know, a visit might be on the cards to see the old model land again at some point for definitely. Oh, yeah, so glory- let me know. You're very lucky being down there. Very, very I am, man. I know. I just went for a dog walk this morning, like twenty minutes, and down to the to the sea, to the creek, uh, Devon. Actually, yeah, it's just it's so nice, really nice. It is. Mm. But how's things with you in general, dude? I want to say congr- I wanted to kick off actually by just saying congratulations for winning four reportage awards in our opening round, man. That's mental. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's a, a little bit of a pinch me moment and very, very humbling to say the least. But I can't say how elated I was to get the email and then see there was four of them. Uh, it's uh, a, a little bit beyond what I could have hoped for, shall we say. So, yeah. Man. Thank you to all the judges of you listening. It was, uh, it was an incredible round for me. So thank you. It's so deserved, dude. All those four images are just <laughs> awesome. It's so hard to just win a single image, let alone to, like four in a single round is mental. It's so good. <laughs> Thanks, dude. It really, really does mean a lot. A lot. 
That's cool, man. How's things in general with you? you know, when did I, I saw you at a TIR party. It wasn't that long ago, actually, was it? <laughs> he certainly did, yeah. <laughs> From what I can remember of it. but <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh, man. That was a lot of alcohol that night. That was. Um, but, yeah. I think my, I, want to, I was going to ask you in a minute about, like, previous jobs. But was, was one of your jobs, um, your previous jobs, a dancer? Because my wife <laughs> asked you on... <laughs> did my wife ask you on the night if you used to be a professionally trained dancer? <laughs> He did, yeah. <laughs> yeah, apparently my reputation precedes me now for the dance floor from what I've been told. And yes, yeah, she did ask me on the day. That is and I funny. felt like it was, uh, it was the greatest compliment. The greatest compliment. <laughs> that is a compliment, isn't it? It's definitely, she's never asked me that. She's never once asked me that, man. She's never asked me that. <laughs> I've seen your moves, Alan, so I'm surprised she's not. Because <laughs> when she you know, definitely not a professional dancer. <laughs> okay i'm gonna get but i'm gonna ask you about your previous job so uh in a minute okay, so, so, so. but yeah so but how are you at the moment and how was last year for you was it, i guess it was great to be shooting again oh it was amazing to get back behind the camera and be integrated with all amazing couples great to see friends and family again obviously after without touching too much on it the, the crazy times that we all sort of lived through um mm. but last year was I can only use the word insane. <laughs> it was uh, non-stop. Absolutely stop. Yeah. Um, How many did you do? Uh, my own and second shooting combined was seventy-six. No way. All, all in twenty twenty-one. Yeah, from July the nineteenth to December the thirtieth, there was what? seventy-six. <laughs> that is insane, man. Gosh, man, how are you still alive? That's mad. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know that I am, to be honest. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's been a it was a long four or five six months sort of thing um and i'm just about caught my tail now shall we say yeah, i feel oh, like i've been okay. my shadow a bit uh, but yeah bet. are you still editing weddings from last year or have you no i can hand on heart say I, in fact last friday i delivered the final gallery from 2021 so that's good going that is good going yeah. man that's Thanks. such a huge amount of weddings yeah, wow. it was something crazy. I think I figured it out from for August, uh, not including travel or editing time. I'd done 284 hours roughly. Wow. And told us that well, one of them was uh, once a period was 13 wedding in 15 days. Really? <laughs> no, 13 in 15 days? Yeah. No, I know a couple way. people who did more than that, but yeah, 13 in 15 days. And I was, uh, yeah, <laughs> burnout is real. Let's put it that <laughs> dude that's insane i like i can hardly cope doing two in a row you know i'm just i think i'm maybe i'm too old for this now but 13 in 15 days god man that's yeah. mad that's crazy crazy, yeah. crazy crazy i don't plan on doing anything like that ever again but uh, yeah let's just say it needs must at the time shall we i get it especially yeah with the year that we all had yeah is this year looking a bit a bit more calmer than that then um yeah yeah i've probably got about two-thirds of that and that spread out over 12 months uh my first one started on the 28th of uh, january so okay. yeah it, okay. it's it was uh it, it's been drip fed this year by comparison so okay. i should have a bit more life in the old dog so to speak <laughs> <laughs> a bit that's good a bit more manageable and you mentioned how some of those were second shooting as well and do you do you just really enjoy second shooting because if you've got a lot of your own as well it's hardcore to be doing a lot of second shooting as well so yeah um second shooting when i started out in this someone said do it as much as you can um before you sort of wade into things and start out solo um 
I sort of did both simultaneously, and uh, I I cannot recommend it enough. From a creativity point of view, it is absolutely like gold dust for you. Um, it, 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 I try and take the elements of what I do uh, second shooting and apply it to uh, primary shooting. Um, whenever I shoot with somebody else, I try and work it that we aren't a primary and a second shooter. We are just a team, so if you see something, go for it. Um, but yeah, uh, anything I try and implement as a second shooter, I try and take into my own weddings so that it doesn't give it a, a typical, in air quotes, approach so that you can differently um, because well the whole thing ethos of what you do and obviously what you've created mate is that it is what it is the wedding and it should be captured that way so trying to deliver all the traditional stuff that they may expect when they see the gallery looks slightly different whether you're a primary or secondary shooter that's the approach i think that's cool man that's very cool yeah very cool and do you have you do you work have you second for quite a few different photographers then or do you second for like um, there's, so uh, there's Michael Harper from Capture My Big Day. I did a lot yeah. of weddings in last year, um, and I'll be doing a fair few with him again this year. Oh, that's um, cool. Yeah, I've done. There's an eclectic set um, that I've worked with, Mr. Scholes. They, oh yes, very yes. well. Second <laughs> Do they reciprocate as well? I'm hoping Dave might this year if he's got the time. <laughs> that'd be nice, wouldn't it? Gosh, you two. I'm like, yeah, that must be pretty that'd be pretty cool. That would be very cool. Uh, Dave, if you're listening, no pressure. Don't don't feel obliged. But yeah, no, it'd be excellent if we could. Peter Hughes, I've done a fair few with Peter. I don't oh, know if you know. Nice. Yeah, I do. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. He he was at we did a TIR meetup in Portugal a couple of years ago and he was there <laughs> with Dan Morris. Because they were randomly in Lisbon that day. It's such a coincidence. Yeah. I've I've heard this story a couple of times. Oh right? yes, yeah. <laughs> where you were or where you actually were in one thing or another in it. It's <laughs> the first time and never fails <laughs> it's funny the bar was yeah it used to be it was a bar in portugal but what i didn't chose it it was chosen by pedro valelo amazing portuguese photographer and it it used to be a brothel years ago but it is just a bar <laughs> so, so whenever people mention it they always say it's a brothel but it's just a bar it's just a bar but yeah it was funny oh that's cool man. and we'll be we'll be seeing um oh i was gonna say a few of those we're gonna see i'm gonna be seeing you in a, in this this episode is going to go out on thursday so it'll be less than a week before doc day yeah it'll be only a couple of days before i'll be in hopefully sunny dublin and yeah. seeing your, your wonderful face along with a lot of other people which yeah is i can't wait he is coming to that i think isn't he pete hughes uh, yeah i'm flying with him yeah how are you so, oh cool yeah. <laughs> definitely is going then That's yeah, cool. yeah we better happy <laughs> <We've got laughs> <an issue>. no. <laughs> he booked the tickets <laughs> oh, i can't wait that for that man it's awesome oh i need to also say happy valentine's day it's valentine's day isn't ah it? likewise likewise yeah. likewise all those lovely couples out there that are all loved up yes yes yeah congratulations to them and congratulations to us this is like a date us two talking <laughs> now. Best, best best valentine's day Good, give it a drink, mate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And here, this is going to be the most romantic thing I do today, probably. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, and let's go. Let's let's um, let's talk about how you got into photography, then, because yeah, you've mentioned that you've done lots of jobs historically that you believe you use a skill set from each in your wedding photography. So, can you tell us more about that and in, in, in your journey? Oh gosh, so uh, going back to the beginning. Um, I, my previous partner and I decided we were going to go out fell walking um, and at the time I wasn't really favourable of 
uh, being out in the wilderness, I'm, uh, I'm a person that <laughs> loves his creature comforts, but I'm far more so now, uh, adverse with the outdoors. Um, but at the time, my mum threw me a bridge camera and went, well, take that with you and go and entertain yourself, do something with it. Uh, so I did. Um, I took some photos whilst we were at a little place called Beacon Fell and came back. And where I worked at the time, which was for an energy broker, um, I used to sit next to uh, the billing manager, who was also the photographer for Fleetwood Town Football Club. Yeah, cool. And he'd asked me what I've been up to over the weekend, and I sort of said what I've been doing, and he said, "Oh, well, bring 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 the images in. I want to look." And I was like, "Yeah, whatever, okay." Uh, so I did, um, and he was looking through the images, and he started talking to me about all the technical aspects, all of the composition, like, and all sorts of stuff. And I was just looking at him vacantly, like I've no idea what he's talking about, but fair enough. And then right at the end of it, he he said to me, "So where did you study?" <laughs> I just burst out laughing. I was like. You've oh, got wow. to be literally the first time I've ever picked a camera up. Uh, yeah, that's a compliment, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it really, really, really was because I've seen like his work and he's he's really good at what he does. He's called Stefan Willoughby if everybody wants to go up for him. Um, and with that, when I laughed and told him I'd never literally put a camera in my hand in any way, shape, or form before, he looked at me and said, "Please go and do something with this. You've oh, got cool. to. This this isn't almost this is almost a calling. Um, I, I can't tell you." that what you've done, people who've been doing it for years, possibly don't even do. And I was like, wow, okay. That is cool. Found it for about six months, uh, the idea of doing something with it. Um, like many probably just opened up a Facebook page and like asked if anybody wanted anything shooting, uh, built a little bit of a portfolio off of the back of that. And then... Shooting, I, what, kind of, shooting what kind of stuff? Oh, you, you, you name it. It was christenings, birthday parties for kids, oh, uh, cool. headshots for people, uh, landscape, literally everything. And then somebody asked me to shoot a wedding, <laughs> which uh, sounds like it's the case for some well, quite a few people from yeah. historical uh, podcasts. And I was like, there is no way I can do that. Uh, went through the process of saying to them, listen, if you ask me to do it and I do do it, there's no liability that can't be. I've never done it before. I'm not looking for any money from you. Uh, so mm. now it's cool. We just want you to do it. Um, ended up traveling to the lakes and spent the full day there. And then there was the editing and everything. Didn't think I was going to get anything from it. And they were kind enough to give me some money afterwards, which I was really appreciative of. But that was sort of the, the, the beginning steps of it all. And how um, was that? How did that first wedding go there? And did you like, did you like look at, like YouTube and books and stuff about wedding photographers. Did you look at other wedding <laughs> photographers and stuff? How, how did you approach I, that first wedding? I kind of guess I probably should have. But <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good, man. It's all good. It's so good. there was like, I, I didn't, I, not, I don't even know if it was a conscious thing, but I didn't want any preconception of what I was supposed to do. Um, and I think the more I've done this now as a, a job in inverted commas again, then I, I, the preconceptions for me, I try and get out of the window as much as possible, but I, they still peek and sneak, sneak in from time to time, shall we say. Sure. Well, yeah, it, it was it was a great wedding. I absolutely love what I've done. Um, it was a bit more formal than how I, I would like it to have been, but that, that's just how they wanted their wedding day. So, you know, mm. that was great. It was great. Uh, and approach, that, did you approach that in a documentary way, the, the wedding? Um, the, I'd say probably the majority of it, yeah. It was great photos and they wanted a portrait session where they wanted to stand and smile for the camera. And again, at that stage where I felt really wet behind the ear, so to speak. And 
yeah, possibly sure. to some degree because it's still only very early days in the career. But yeah, um, they, they wanted a couple of post portraits, and I was like, listen, if that's what you want, it's your wedding day. Of course, yeah, I'm not going to say yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Um, from there, uh, it was sort of a crossover period. Um, I lost my father. It was a bit of an estranged relationship. Um, mm. I was left in a position uh financially where i was able to consider what i was doing for a living and so i quit my nine to five job that i'd worked in for the best part of a decade and i got a job (laughs) i laugh about this now but without this job i wouldn't be doing what i'm doing now Uh, i got a job working at blackpool pleasure beach doing photography oh cool Uh, <laughs> well, uh, like, like roller coaster photography. Oh no, you don't sit on a roller coaster and take photos of people. What kind yeah. of photos are we doing? So the the, the Pleasure Beach has obviously the the ride fo- uh, photography, um, which is a completely separate entity to what I dealt with. Um, but I worked for a company that basically did interactive stuff. So from day dot of me picking the camera up, other than messing around with it for maybe six months, um, I was doing off camera flash outdoors in like. 12 o'clock sunlight directly into the sun and getting mm. groups of people, kids, adults and everything to sometimes formally pose and then sometimes just playful, jumping around, but we'd have the backdrop, the big one. And I don't know how well you know Blackpool Pleasure Beach, but all the I rides in the background. Oh, up. that's cool. I've only been there like when I was a kid, so that's a long time ago. But um, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's cool, man. So, yeah, what was that job? Was it a fun job? Um. I, I, I've done, like I said, I've done lots of jobs, some I've been super passionate about, but because this was something that was creative and completely different to anything else I'd ever done, I threw my absolute heart and soul into it. Because I was like, I was about 38, 39 when I did it. Um, and I'm 42 now, so that'll give you an idea of how long I've been doing all this. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, really not long at all, man. Wow, man, that's mad. Not at all. <laughs> um, and yeah, it, it, the first sort of 12 months of that, I was shooting probably 80 to 90 hours a week with a cameraman. Right. So the learning curve of everything was super vast and the people there were massively helpful. Um, and it must have been good I, you're just learning how to, well, yeah, not that you needed to learn, but just being dealing with the public as well, which is something you have to do as a wedding photographer. Just those people skills it must have been good for. Yeah, um, I like to think I'm pretty good with people um quite a personable person quite yeah you are man thank you dude um uh, and from previous historical jobs uh which if you want me to go through those are now i'm quite happy to do so uh, yeah go on (laughs) (laughs) okay so i've worked in accident management uh i've worked running a pub have you really gosh yeah they're um, both good work. skills of weddings as well if someone hurts themselves at a wedding or lots of alcohol at weddings that's both, both absolutely good. yeah i'm not adverse to dealing with the intoxicated uh <laughs> with lancashire constabulary for a period of time and wow. um, i was in comms but i was also a special constable uh what else have i done wow. i've got quite a big background in sales to say the least oh, that's um, handy as well <laughs> yeah it certainly helped professional um, dancer <laughs> yes allegedly <laughs> so <laughs> um, that's all cool though man and then how did you go then from the, the the pleasure beach job to you know doing what you're doing now and like full-time photography self-employed so whilst i was at the pleasure beach was 
there was a little bit of people still messaging me on Facebook asking me to do stuff. And some people had seen the wedding photos that I'd done for that one wedding. Um, and from that, the inquiry rate started to increase. So whilst I was doing about 80 to 90 hours a week with them, I was then on my day off going and potentially shooting a wedding and trying to work my leave or my day off around that. So it was mm-hmm. absolutely full on. Yeah. The more I was shooting, the more I was putting out on social media, the more the inquiries came. And at the end of about one and a half seasons with the Pleasure Beach, I um, I had enough work to think I could possibly make this work full time. And then I threw myself wholeheartedly into <laughs> everything to do with photography um and then yeah, it was around it was, the time pandemic hit though was it was it around that time um so i it was the pandemic was year two for me right, okay, um right. literally started right at the back of 2019 like you're talking like around the 4th of november um wow. was the date where i left full-time employment and went self-employed Oh, so I didn't start until the start of the season in 2020. And that was the and pandemic, that... wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. What a time to start, man. That must have, oh, yeah. must have been pretty good. So bit, bit, bit of a challenge, to say the very least. Um, as you can probably imagine, like, for, for so many people, financially, mentally, it was, it was a challenge. Um, but one that, it's just because I wanted to do this so badly, I threw my absolute heart and soul into. And there's a lot of people that I'd like to say thank you to. So if you're listening and you've been part of my journey in any way, shape or form, seriously, guys, I can't thank you enough for any guidance that you've given me. And I don't have to sound like cheese on toast. It's seriously heartfelt. And then... <laughs> oh, that's really cool, man. That's really nice. I've never heard anyone say sound like cheese on toast as well. I like that phrase. <laughs> <laughs> is that a northern thing for cheesy or is that just you is that just a, a I, don't like, I don't want to sound cheesy that was all i was getting out no i know i know i know but i like the cheese on toast uh addition to it yeah is that a philism or is that a northern uh, thing i don't i don't know <laughs> Do you know it might be a philism <laughs> <laughs> i like it anyway i like it that's that's really cool oh man that's really um really it's it's cool to hear your background how you got into it it's um Sorry. yeah really cool do you ever go back to pleasure beach as a punter now so i've been back a few times my daughter has a season pass for there um she's 13 now so when the summer's come she gets to go and enjoy it Uh, in fact the season starts pretty soon for the pleasure beach as well so yeah she she goes and i'll jump in when i can with her and we'll go and visit some of the rides she used to hate them but she absolutely adores them now so yeah it's, it's always a good day out Oh, that's cool. Maybe I should bring the family sometime. I've yeah, you know, I went as a as a I don't know about eight or something. Yeah, because it's been around a long time, hasn't it? Pleasure Beach. Oh God, yeah, yeah, a long, long time. Um, I Have don't, still I don't got even, the big one. The big one's still there. Uh, still got some. I think still got a couple of the original roller coasters. Um, you have got the big dipper, the Grand National. That's one of the originals. It's still on the old wooden beams and stuff. Uh, oh, right. And you know about it when you get on it, but. How old are you going to get out if you don't mind me asking? I'm 41, 41, so we're really similar, man. Sorry, no, how old are your kids, did you say? Oh, are we asking, are you asking my kids' ages? Or, or yeah, my yeah, yeah, sorry. Are you what else? <laughs> uh, my kids are now 10 and 7. Oh, yeah, get them up there. Get them up there, get them on the Pleasure Beach, they'll love it. And you've got the Sandcastle over the road, so it'd be an awesome weekend for them, which is a huge indoor water park. Oh, 
Oh, they would love that actually. Oh, okay. I'll have to. I'll have to do that. That would. That would be good. <laughs> cool, man. Let's um. Let's change tack slightly, Phil. Okay. Where shall we go? Shall we do? Shall we do the bit that everybody loves the most, or probably or the least about the podcast? I don't know. <laughs> do you watch much Netflix or other streaming services? Uh, a, a fair bit, yes. <laughs> <laughs> good stuff good okay good and you know what's going to come you've listened to some of the podcast before uh, so yeah. if anyone's yeah, listening for the first time um i'm just going to say a few netflix or other movies or whatnot so synopses and phil is going to guess or he's going to know the title to all of these i know he is aren't you phil <laughs> <laughs> i'm hoping so <laughs> don't go down in blades of glory or something <laughs> <laughs> uh okay cool okay I, I feel i feel like you might get this first one Okay. 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 So this is an old movie, by the way. Okay. Yeah. Um, Billy Hoyle and Sidney Dean are an unlikely pair of basketball hustlers. They do you know? They, do you know it? Uh, I think um, if you're going to ask me the title, that'll be White Men Can't Jump. It is. Yes. <laughs> boom. Nice. That's because. Yes, because um, I thought I'd ask you that one because you love your basketball, don't you? I am. Um, yeah, I'm a basketball fanatic. Which is quite ironic because when everybody meets me, they go, "Really?" Because I'm only five foot eight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cool, man! Did you used to play a, a lot at school? How did you get into basketball then? Oh, I started basketball at eleven and played all the way through to around about the age of nineteen. Oh, wow. um, but yeah, I used to coach, referee, play wow. high school, local, all, all sorts of different levels. I played at, and I absolutely adore basketball. Uh, it, it, it certainly overtook football probably just prior to starting high school so yeah probably about nine or ten years i played it for absolutely love it um used to coach. i did yeah yeah it was um i, I did i coached uh what be like a, a mini league type thing so kids from the age of 11 through to adults mm-hmm. um i used to coach the high school that i went to uh, I used to coach a Sunday league version of it. Um, I used to coach uh, a Division Three team, and at one point a Division Two team, uh, grown men. Yeah, I was uh, fully qualified. Absolutely love it. Anything related to basketball, yeah, if I can get involved with, I will. Oh, that's cool, man. Do you still do you play at all now? Not so much anymore. The fitness levels probably aren't quite what they used to be. Uh, albeit, uh, some of the old teammates reached out not too long ago and said, do we fancy an open room, which is like a scrimmage or a, a quick throw around? And uh, I'd love to. I'd love to. And now that I've caught up on the editing, then quite possibly. Yeah, <laughs> a bit might, more. Sorry, might rekindle themselves. Oh, you should, man. You should do it. A bit more time on your hands now. It'd be hard like during the season, isn't it? Are there any transferable skills between being a basketball coach and being a wedding photographer? Crowd control. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but that's when I put the old special constable hat on and, you know, sort of dictate, like, let's get this done now rather than let that's the day run away. I'd say that just, just maybe a bit of empathy and understanding, um, seeing things from two people's points of view uh, to have a great understanding of the day. I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's all good, that. man. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> Oh, that's cool. I know, that's cool. And, and that, I haven't seen that film in ages, but it's a good film, isn't it? Back to White Man Can't Jump. It's a good film. Oh, God, yeah. I, I've watched that film that many times. I could probably quote it word by word. <laughs> <laughs> isn't there, I haven't seen it in years, actually. Isn't there a bit of Jeopardy in it as well? Jeopardy? Yeah, there is. Jeopardy. Yeah, you go through what is a quail, what is a quarter hog. There's something to do with a letter Q in it. Yeah. 
<laughs> so I can pretty much recite the film. I've watched it that many. Oh, times. you do know it. That's funny. Okay, that's yeah. cool. Um, and uh, you must have seen that. You must have watched the Netflix um, Chicago Bulls documentary thing as well. Last dance. Yeah, uh, I think I've watched it six times now. <laughs> wow, really? The whole season six times? Gosh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, it is good. Jordan, yeah, anything Chicago Bulls related. So as soon as I heard that it was being released uh, and it was all locker room access stuff, I was all over it. I was like, this is going to be amazing. And uh, it's probably the best thing I've ever seen on Netflix, full stop. It is really good, isn't it? Me and I know I'm not a massive basketball fan at all, but me and only watched only my wife. And obviously, you know, but I'm just saying only my wife to people listening. <laughs> you know who she is. But um, yeah, we both loved it. And she's not a basketball fan at all, but it's just really interesting human story as well. It's it's really good, isn't it? Really yeah, good. I think for, for me it was his, his mental psyche. Um, I just I see it as unprecedented. There's there's nobody that's sort of on the same wavelength as I've seen from like a competitive point of view. Um, and I think just the way that he sets out to do things uh, without sounding weird, sort of at 11, he was somebody that I sort of looked up to and aspired to because I didn't have dad around and used him as a guy uh, for what he was trying to achieve and create that mindset myself. Mm, that's cool. Whether I achieved that or not, I don't know, but... <laughs> <laughs> You're rocking it, man. You're absolutely rocking it, rocking it. Have you ever been over to America and watched any um, um, basketball? <laughs> So I hadn't until uh, just a short while ago, um, but literally the week before lockdown uh, or, or it all hit, I was in the States in New York and we went to the Garden to watch the Knicks versus the Bulls play and we got pretty much courtside seats and it's almost unheard, excuse me, unheard of to get onto the court, but one of the security guards started speaking to me and I explained I was there for my 40th birthday as a gift. And I managed to get on court and get some photos. So I was absolutely made up with that. Oh, man, that's awesome. Yeah, that's super cool. Oh, man, awesome. Funnily enough, I was in America like a week before. Well, it was like the end of February 2020 as well. Yeah, I was, but I was in Vegas. I was in Vegas. Never been to Vegas. That is absolutely on bucket list. Oh, so much fun, man. It's the only place I've been to in America. So I've been seven times now, six or seven. I've only been to Vegas. It's really bad. I need to go. I need to go other wow. places. I know. Is that yeah. all photography related, I'm guessing? Is it the... Um, well, I, some of it is for while well, WPPI is there. But that's so you yeah. can put the Vegas trip through the books as a taxable expense, really, then. Love it, think. Yeah, man. <laughs> um, anyway, I we're still on the Netflix game. Let's go back to that. You yeah, got one sorry. out of one so far, man, which is really good. Yeah, one out of <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let's go for your second one. Okay, this is a more of a re this is a series, um, more recent okay. as well. Okay, so based on historical events, this series dramatizes the story of Queen Elizabeth II and the political and personal events that have shaped her reign. Absolute blank. <laughs> <laughs> that is not the name. That is not the name of the series. <laughs> it's not the name of it, no. Uh, no, I haven't got a clue. No, cool. That is um, the Crown. I've not watched it. I've never watched any of that. No, it's quite. It's got no. a few series now. It's quite. It's quite good actually. Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, put it on, put it on the list. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, uh, your final one. This is a tough one. I often do the last one as a tough one. So this is a oh. tough one. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> use the mind uh this is an older movie okay okay so clue. okay the drug-induced utopias of four coney island people are shattered when their addictions run deep oh my god 
I know, that's really hard. The only thing that's springing into mind is when you said Shutter Island. Uh, the, yeah, I, I want to say Shutter Island, but I don't think it's going to be. Uh, yeah, I know that's a good film, is it? That's Leonardo DiCaprio. It's not that, yeah, yeah, but I get, yeah. Yeah, I get what you mean from the... Um, shall I... Well, it's got Jennifer Connelly uh, yeah, in it? Okay, it's um, Requiem for a Dream. No, I've not seen that either. Yeah, it's a real kind of drug-like film, like pretty hardcore anyway you still got one out of three man which is good i'll take it yeah it's good it's good honestly and that 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 last one especially was really hard um yeah just thought i'd be mean to you there with that last one (laughs) (laughs) okay uh phil let's go back to let's go back to your photography um and i wanted to ask you about a couple of your recent Reportage Awards um, yeah. that you won in the most recent collection. Uh, both, they're both, you won four, but I just taught, sorry, I can't talk, man. Talk, gotta talk. Right. Um, yeah, I want to ask you about a couple of them because um, they're both so very different. So the first one is the one of the bride seemingly giving the groom the middle finger as she's walking down the aisle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and the second one is very different because it's a very emotional black and white capture of what appears to be maybe a dad and his son or a granddad and his son. I don't know. Can, yeah. So can you tell us about both of those images? So the <laughs> the, the, the bride walking up the aisle uh, is probably the best example of shoot through the moment that I could ever give anybody. Um, because after the ceremony, I actually spoke to her about it and said, do you realize that you even did that? And she was like, I was trying to adjust the bouquet. <laughs> <laughs> With a little finger. <laughs> and I don't know whether I should give that away, but I actually got asked about this the other day as well by somebody. And I was like, no, 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 I'm not going to claim anything. I was just literally shooting through the moment. And that's what happened. And I was like... <laughs> It's perfect. <laughs> that is great, man. That's what I love again about what we do is that we can we can capture things that actually like sometimes a shot of someone like during the speeches when they're like it looks like they're maybe like tearful, but actually they're laughing, you know, and, and what yeah. we can photograph. It's up to um, interpretation, even though it's documentary, it's still up for interpretation. I, I love that about what we do. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Uh, it, it... That, that to me was gold. That, that, that's what I'm looking for. Something like that. Not necessarily somebody flipping someone on the bird, but just constantly looking for those little moments that are, are happening everywhere. Sometimes it may feel like they're not happening anywhere, but if you just keep searching, you find them. And that was, like I say, that's probably the best example I can give of it. It was just so in- unintentional, but she absolutely loves the photo. Oh, does she? That's cool. <laughs> the, 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 the couple have been together 16 years, so there's no, there's no, they're well out of the honeymoon period, as it were, and it is very much how they are. So oh, it, that's cool. It, it, it was priceless. Absolutely. I wonder if she knows it's being awarded now. She does. She does. Oh. She's seen it. She messaged me, bless her, Anna. Um, and yeah, absolutely howling laughing at the entire gallery because there's a lot of moments that were just priceless but that that stands out for me totally yeah that's an awesome <laughs> image man what a catch that's brilliant what a catch that's cool and um, the other one yeah very different because it looks like it's really emotional yeah and this little fella um it's his granddad is um, cool. and this is literally one frame from i could I could have almost turned the exchange of rings into potentially a story right, because right. he presented the ring. Uh, he was there with his mum and dad. And 
he he literally went from being elated and smiling through every single emotion and the amount of tears that were shed were just unreal um i was super conscious of the vows and everything happening to step to one side to be able to capture this one but it was just i could just see he was just nurtured up in his granddad's arm and his granddad just sort of resting his head against his and i was like they're, they're gonna love this more than what looks like somebody talking and an exchange of rings and yeah mm, they're, they're, they absolutely love it they absolutely love it oh man that's a cracking caption one, one that he'll probably be embarrassed about on his 18th or his 21st <laughs> but uh, one he'll appreciate it oh totally <laughs> will won't he yeah definitely and were you it seems like you were really close with that capture were you really close Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I was on it. I shoot thirty-five, eighty-five. Uh, it was on the thirty-five, and I was probably uh, less than a foot away. Yeah, that's cool, man. It's only dropped very slightly on it, so yeah. Yeah. really cool it's such an intimate striking capture man yeah it's so good so good do you often shoot quite close and around the action then ridiculously <laughs> is, the, is the completely honest answer yeah I, I get in amongst it massively um and you'll probably laugh at this but especially during the dance floor oh yeah um, are you busting out all your moves uh, absolutely yeah I, it's my favorite part of the day i'd say that to every one of my couples if you've got an active dance floor i will be in and amongst it with your guests i don't photograph it from the outside in so yeah that's cool if, there's, if there's dance offs and the ties are on heads and all that sort of jazz i am certainly amongst it with you so, uh, yeah <laughs> do you actually join in the dance off as well do you absolutely yeah 100 <laughs> percent. obviously once they've enjoyed it i don't <laughs> try and you don't kick it off you, you begin you yeah begin. no i'm not <laughs> There's no attempt to be breakdancing at the beginning of it or anything like that. But yeah, come come the frivolities taking uh, taking full effect, I'll certainly step in and, and enjoy it with them once uh, once I know I've got what I need from it, shall we say. Oh, that's I don't want to miss anything, obviously. It, but Yeah. yeah. Oh, it makes them totally at ease with you as well if they see that you're enjoying it and that we're part of the party. So, I've never had one guest say, why aren't you photographing it all? when I've taken a couple of minutes just to enjoy the celebrations with them. And to be honest with you, the feedback I get from it is that they're so happy that I'm doing that with them. So cool. yeah, it's an absolute win-win. Oh, that's really cool, man. How do you, cause I think a lot of people would be interested in this and often actually, I don't think I really asked anyone before maybe, but do you have a system of how you kind of generally like, do you like the dance floor? Do you have like multiple flashes? Do you just use available light? Does it change for each wedding? What do you do? So the go-to is one on camera, um, uh, one in the distance, so in the background somewhere to light the floor. Um, but it all depends. Typ typically that would be it, or I might just go straight on camera, pendant on what type of environment I'm in. Um, I seldomly shoot it with just available light, although I've tried it. Uh, it's something I'd like to work at a little bit more, but no, it's not the go-to. The, the on camera... Is probably with one in the distance, just a little bit, a little bit of fill at the front, and then wherever is appropriate to pop one up. I might end up building it up so it may have two or three, depending on how dark it is and what's needed. But yeah, mm, yeah, cool, good stuff. There you go. That's all interesting. And what what are you shooting with at the moment? Anyway, what are you shooting with? Uh, I'm on A9s at the minute. Um, oh, same as me. A little bit of me has fallen out of love with them recently. Oh really? Why? So, um. So the bugbear I've had of recent times is the editing. It's it's challenged me massively, um, and the file, the colouring on the files, I'm just not. So I used to shoot Canon 
Mm-hmm. Um, cool profile and that I absolutely love. Uh, and I know there's a couple of people out there that if they're listening will be absolutely laughing their heads off at this. So if you're listening, listening Dave Scold, yes, that is aimed at you. <laughs> He's forever having a bit of banter with me about that. Um, but yeah, I, I, I just think the editing side of it, it challenges me more and more, shall we say, with the growing right, okay. Um, but yeah, I can I've contemplated switching back again. Yeah, it's not happening. Yeah, I've contemplated it, but it's uh, it's not happening yet. Maybe at the end of this season we'll see. It's, yeah, uh, a costly the- change back, wouldn't it? Did you get rid of all your lenses and stuff? And yeah, that's the thing. It's uh, it will be, and that, that that's massively what's deterred me at this stage, shall we say? But mm. we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Okay. <laughs> um, cool. Let's go on to I. That's I heard this thing that you don't like baked beans. Can that even be true? <laughs> I, I can't stand them, mate. I think they're the most pointless food in the world. <laughs> For real? Really? Really? Yeah, totally. Uh, I, I've never, ever liked from a young age and being given them the first time. I was like, there's this bean that is ridiculously dry on the inside and soaked in the most tangy juice on the out. I was seeing them just makes me feel revolted i can't stand the things oh man what about beans on toast do you have beans on toast without the beans then uh, yeah just toast pretty much <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> what about a full english breakfast they don't appear on my plate period man. did like <laughs> when you like stay at a premier inn before a wedding and then they ask for your order in the morning and you don't ask to bake beans so they like do they just like i don't know just walk away in disgust or something uh, I've had some peculiar looks in the past, <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm an advocate of no beans and no black pudding. I'm not on a black pudding either. Oh, I'm with you there. I always ask for <laughs> no black pudding. Mm. I don't get black pudding. The taste of that, oh, horrid. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's an absolute no-no for me. Don't put it on my plate. Thank you. <laughs> but beans, man, I wouldn't know what to feed my kids at lunchtime if we didn't have beans. I'd just be stumped. They just get toast. They just get toast. <laughs> But my little and or not so little and is a ma- massive fan of macaroni and cheese, ravioli, and all that sort of stuff. So that sort of replaces the beans. But she'll uh, eat okay. them. she eat the beans. Oh, ravioli! That reminds me, ravioli. I used to love tinned ravioli as a kid. I like yeah. ravioli. Mm. Yeah. She's all, she's all over the other ravioli. <laughs> Yeah. I like talking about food. What would be? I, I I sometimes ask this question. So whilst we're talking about food, might as well uh, go to this one. What would what would be your last meal on death row, Phil? Oh man, I was wondering if you were going to ask me this, and I'd have. <laughs> Trying to prepare myself for such a question, and oh god, if if <laughs> if she could uh, ever muster it up again, it would probably be my mum's old school Sunday dinner. Oh. Um, I, you can't beat it. Um, so roast chicken, roast potatoes, cooked in goose fat. Um, oh, yes, carrot and sweet broccoli. Um, Yorkshire puddings and then homemade gravy. None of this instant stuff. <laughs> oh, that sounds good. That does sound That's, good. That, that would be the absolute go-to. Oh, it's Absolutely. making me proper hungry because I'm at the moment <laughs> at the moment as well. I'm I'm a, on a bit of a health kick. Just um, oh, don't know, don't know really why. Sometimes I just I don't know. Anyway, but yeah, I'm like hardly eating anything at the moment. So that is make. Do you know what? Last night for about an hour in bed, I so, it's so bad. I was because when I'm doing this thing, and I do it semi often. This health kick, I hardly eat. But last night, an hour in bed, I was just looking at McDonald's opening times on the motorway, <laughs> McDonald's <laughs> menus, McDonald's opening times in Dublin and stuff. It's really weird man just it's mad you're getting the withdrawal symptoms i am 
I am. I, I, and also, I went to, um, it was my kids, my, my son's seven-year-old's uh, seventh birthday a few days ago, and I went and picked up a McDonald's, and I didn't get a burger or anything. I only got some fries for me, but because I'm on this health kick, I didn't even get a burger for me. Oh, well, we'll see how the health kit goes over in Dublin. And that's if it. If it's not going to do well, then it's Mackie's on me, mate. <laughs> no, man, that's all good. Yeah, no, it's all good. I'm going to be off this health kick in five days, so it's all good. After that, you know, it's all good. Yeah. Timed it perfectly, then. Is that easy? <laughs> yes, I did. I'm doing it. I, yeah, timed it for that, definitely. I'm look, Oh, man, I'm really looking forward to it. Um, the first doc day was so much fun. It's going to, it's going to be great yeah, to see I'm you. To wait, so I sort of don't know what to expect. <laughs> Yeah, man, it's uh, you, are you. Have you prepared your like half an hour presentation that you have to do? On the yeah, platform? as a newbie and never having done the day before. Yeah, <laughs> I thought this was it. You're not just going to play this. <laughs> oh, I could do, couldn't I? That's true. Yeah, that's right. Oh, it's cool. Yeah, because this is going to be released on Thursday, a few days before Doc Day. So hopefully, some people who are coming, they'll be able to listen to it and uh, get to know you more as well before the day, which is cool. Absolutely. And if I am put on the spot on the day, oh my god, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to put you on the spot with the dancing. Yeah, that that'd be good. Just get feed everyone. me the rum, my friend. Feed me the rum, and I'm sure it will fall. <laughs> okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Um, let's go to a question, Phil. I don't think I've not really asked many people. It's maybe a tricky one. I don't know. We'll see. Okay. It's just fun. Um, what do you think the secret to having a full diary of bookings is? <laughs> Can somebody tell me? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> um, oh God. So, I mean, this is technically year three for me. And uh, I go back to Adam Johnson's. Adam Johnson was the first workshop I ever went and did in Manchester. Oh, cool. Um, And I sat down next to somebody. I had no idea who it was because I was still wet behind the ears. I still am, but I sat down next to him. And uh, it was a gentleman by the name of Chris Wallace, um, uh, who's a fantastic photographer. Um, And just chatting, getting to know him. And Adam was speaking about stuff. We went through the break and I explained to Chris where I was up to and stuff. And he gave me probably one of the best bits of advice I've ever been given. And it sort of answers your question. I don't think there is a secret to it, but you've got to spin all the plates all the time as fast as you can. And that to me means SEO, socializing, networking, social media, all of it. And then more of you can find it networking with venues um you you name it if you can do it that will fill your diary up i don't think focusing on one thing will be beneficial in any way because if that thing's taken away from you then you, you you're left without anything but i i'd say that is what has got me the realization of how true that was along with a lot of hard work uh, and and guidance from uh my photography mentor has meant that I've got a much fuller diary than I would have if I hadn't have taken on that advice. That's really cool, man. Yeah, I think that is great advice and totally. <laughs> Don't put all your eggs in one basket would probably be it. Yeah, <laughs> but that is so true. Isn't it? I think that's something as well that the pandemic has taught a lot of us as well is in a whole separate thing as well. Yeah, not putting all the eggs in one basket. And yeah, that's so true. If you like, if all your wedding inquiries are just coming from SEO, which is, a lot of it is really out of your hands. You never you know a change in the algorithm. You could be like without any kind of um, sources of uh, referral. I mean, of wedding. So, yeah, it totally makes sense. Yeah, it totally makes sense. Yeah, that's good advice, man. Good advice. Yes, dude. 
Mm. Um, <laughs> and you judged for us recently, and I just let's just go to some family photography for a minute. You judged for us recently on our, fam- our sister site for documentary family photography, this reportage family. So thanks so much for that again, man. Um, did you enjoy doing that? And do you have any tips for people entering? You know, was there any specific criteria you were personally looking for, or was it just things that really grabbed you instinctively? Or yeah. So, firstly, thank you for asking me because like being asked to judge this type of thing mate, is such a privilege um well, thanks for doing it for us man I, I absolutely loved it um and from the point of view of what what is it i'd look for or what stands out um whether it's single image or whether it's a story and i think this has probably been alluded to before we've not said pretty much the same but make sure that initial image whether it is a solo image obviously it's a single image but it's the thumbnail has to grab your attention percent mm-hmm. if it doesn't grab your attention immediately and it isn't blatantly obvious what it is it's possibly going to get lost in the mix of the thousands of entries that come through mm-hmm. uh, so if you can make that stand out as much as possible and whether that's data editing or the actual image itself um i mean to give an example some of the story awards that i sort of suggested i thought were, were worthy um the initial image totally grabbed me um, cool. and then into the second and third images they were they were very poignant but then when you hit the stride of maybe the fourth fifth or sixth i was like oh my god and there's one that was a birth and again thanks for letting me do this because that story will stay with me forever what i got to see through that i was like wow this is and i, I need to speak to you about this at some point because i want to know who the actual photographer was because i've not found them but yeah to just make sure that the image stands out from either the editing or the initial thumbnail will be the biggest thing for the awards uh, that's a great tip man that's a great tip oh and you were talking about that one story oh, did you say it was a birth story was it or? yeah it was a birth um oh, and the photographer had been given um full access is probably the best way to put it put it politely um <laughs> and uh it was beautifully done a very very emotive and intimately done is probably a good word for it as well okay. but yeah um we were was blessed and fortunate enough to be able to see the full crown and uh, the child and everything it was just an amazing bit of photography and yeah awesome experience being able to stuff like that oh man thank you and thank thank you for judging for us because i know it's a lot of time as well it's a lot of work there's a lot of images to look through so i really appreciate it and and i really appreciate you talking about um your your tips there and, and just your thoughts i think it's um really cool really cool there's so much talent out there in the family photography world there's so much talent it's ridiculous yeah yeah, I, I, I don't, they don't know. I mean, obviously, you're doing wonderful things in getting that out there to show the rest of the world what it is. I, I feel it needs more of it, definitely. Mm, totally. So I absolutely love weddings, um, and I do some photography for family stuff. I would love to do more of it. Um, and who knows, down the line, that there'll be more and more of it from me. But I, I've done sort of documentary a day in the life before. And oh, cool. Did you enjoy that? Absolutely, yeah. Totally. Uh, completely different to doing a wedding because uh, it sounds weird, but there's zero pressure. Right, it's literally sure. what and they know that that's the case and they're getting you in there specifically for that. So, yeah, uh, yeah. If, if anybody's trying to develop any of their documentary skills, I'd highly recommend stepping into that world, just even if it's a friend, the family or something like that, so that you can hone those skills and sort of build them. Definitely do mm-hmm. something like that. 
That's great advice as well, man. Dude, this is really good. You're dropping all knowledge bombs. It's really good. <laughs> this, this is great. What is, let's go to a quick fire one. Well, I know it doesn't need to be a quick fire actually at all, but what's, what's the most bizarre or funniest thing that you've ever seen at a wedding? Oh my God. I don't know. Not everybody's going to have seen alpacas bringing rings into a ceremony. Really? Alpa? No, I've never seen that. <laughs> yeah, they've had alpacas do the aisle walk indoors as well. Indoors, um, really? Nice. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're residents at the the, uh, the the venue, but yeah, um, I've had that. Oh God, what else have I seen? That's pretty random. Were they not yeah. scared of it pooing everywhere and stuff like down the aisle? Yeah, I kind of hoping from the reported side of things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Perfectly honest, I was pleading <laughs> for it to happen. Uh, uh, or just some funny interaction with it at least, but no. Um, God, what else have I had happen? Uh, people splitting their pants, stuff like that from dancing. Not me, oh, yeah. before anyone asks now. No. Uh, <laughs> Not Dave Scores, because he, I think he said he did that at a wedding, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. remember rightly, I believe he has. Yeah, <laughs> yes, it was in front of... Oh, yeah, his ex. Yeah. His ex. <laughs> what a time to do it. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. That's that's all cool, man. That's good. The alpacas thing is good. Yeah. That's, that's, hmm. I've never had that. I've seen a llama at a wedding, but not an alpaca. Interesting. There you go. Yeah. Um, if you could, let's do another few quick fire ones, man. If you could take a pill which would instantly make you a world class expert in something, what would it be? Oh my God. What a question. I've got some new questions. Got some new questions. <laughs> You've thrown these curveballs in on me, haven't you? <laughs> uh, if I could take a pill that made me an expert in something, what would it be? Um, I think it would probably be on how the mind works and why it works the way that it does. That's cool. Yeah, because that would help so much in life, wouldn't it? Yeah, I think after, especially after the last 18 months and some stuff sort of growing up and relationship stuff, I think people second guess themselves or question their life choices or where they are at in life. And so if you can master the mind, then I think you can master your life. So that's why I choose that. That's a good one. That's a very good one. Very good one. Um, let's go. Let's go back to uh, photography and client meetings, whether in person or Skype or whatever, or Skype. I mean, or Zoom or whatnot. I know we're doing this uh, this podcast with a very old fashioned Skype. But um, yeah, do you have any advice about your client meetings? You know, do you have a kind of way that you do them? Do you do you do them? You know, what do you what do you do? Yeah, right. I'll, I'll meet every couple um, and through the pandemic. Now I do it pretty much solely by zoom um even if they're pretty local i mean it, i'll still will go out if they really like to meet in person but yeah um i insist on meeting all of my couples uh, for me the relationship that i have with them is absolute paramount uh, i make a joke of it with every bride but i end up spending more time with them on the wedding day than their partner does so they need to have this fantastic rapport with me um and so yeah i, I would absolutely recommend communicating if possible however you can with with them certainly that's cool. Mm, cool. Do you get nervous for those at all? Um, no. Uh, and I think that's just because of me being a bit of a people's person. Mm. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't mind what end of the scale people are on. I'm able to, I, I feel as though I'm able to transfer my skill set with communication 
to whichever level it's at, if that makes sense. Yeah, totally. And that's such a good thing to have, man. That's such a good thing to have. And where did, when did we first meet? Was it at Nine Dots? I can't remember. Nine Dots when I was beating you at table tennis. <laughs> 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 but I remember we got on just so quickly. You're just so easy to talk to, so easy to get along with, man. And that's yeah, that's such a cool skill to have. That is. Do you not get nervous like, like shooting weddings either? Like arriving in the morning and stuff? Um yeah. less less now than I used to, um, definitely. Um maybe a bit. I don't know. Uh maybe if I've never even seen the venue before, but mm. not any preconceptions of it i don't know uh yeah, that sounds good though man it seems... the nerves that will come is i just want to be able to give them the best experience that they can get from me and the best gallery out of it so that may be a little bit of nerves maybe for the first few minutes and then i'll hit my stride and then probably a few minutes after that i'm like right we're just getting on with it that's yeah. it yeah that's cool. No, that's good. That's all good, man. And it is similar to me. I, get, I mean, I get, I do get nervous on the way there and stuff. But once you start, it's all good, isn't it? And it all just goes so good. Um, let's do a few quick fire ones, actually, because I've got quite a few questions. But we're approaching the end of like the kind of hour, so it'd be good just to let's do some quick fire ones. Okay, ready? <laughs> yeah. Um, do you prefer sleeping or eating? Oh, eating. Oh, oh dear. Yeah, but anything but baked beans. Okay, yeah. What is <laughs> what is your favorite Disney film? Beauty and the Beast. Oh, that's mine. Nice. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> nice, dude. Cool. Yeah, I love that. I love that. It's beautiful. Mm. Yeah, absolutely love it. Um, anyway, that's cool. Yes. Recommend that. Have you watched the kind of the more modern y remake one with with yeah. um Yeah. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen, I think there's like three of them in total now, but yeah, I've seen two more. Seen them all, yeah. Good stuff. Beauty and the Beast <laughs> fan here. Okay, that's good. Okay, um, as a kid or a teenager growing up, did you ever have any celebrity crushes? Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> expand, expand. <laughs> oh, damn it. Um, do you ever watch Gladiators? Oh yes, Jet. Is it Jet? Absolutely, Jet, 100%. Yes, man. Yeah, we're of that same age. <laughs> Definitely, Jet. I um, I went to watch a filming of that at the NIA in Birmingham, actually. Yeah. Really? Yeah, years oh. ago. Yeah, with Ulrika Johnson as well as uh, one of the hosts, wasn't she, at the time? Oh. Yeah, indeed, yeah. And that was her. And do you remember Saved by the Bell? Oh, yes, yeah. I forget her name, but there's a lady with brown hair on that. Uh, so they were the two. There you go. Nice. See, I only remember Screech from that. Oh, <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> and also, actually, it wasn't um, that actress from Show... Have you seen Showgirls? Yes. Yeah, yes. she's in it. Yes, she was, not she? What's her name? Like Elizabeth Berkeley or something like that? No, That's a good film. Kind of. Kind of. <laughs> Depends what you're looking for in a film. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny talking about crushes though yeah jet definitely and yeah i said Ulrika johnson is it jennifer aniston as well mm. jennifer aniston who doesn't like jennifer aniston <laughs> it's true have you watched the morning show no uh that's um she's in uh, on the apple tv streaming thing it's really good actually it's really good okay uh another quick fire couple what's uh what was the best concert you've ever been to oh god so i'm torn between two here uh i'm a massive R&B hip hop fan, so I've seen Eminem live in concert in Milton Keynes. Oh, cool! But 
probably the best one, which I waited about 25 years to see, was Faithless Live at uh, Lytham Proms. Oh. They were something else. Yeah. Really? Yeah, they were incredible. I'd waited a long, long time to see that. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Tour between two, but I'd probably say Faithless Tipton. Okay, cool, cool. That's good. Um, do you collect anything? Oh my god. Um, yes. <laughs> There's a couple of things. Yeah, some haven't been added to for a while. Um, NBA jerseys, um, oh, nice. basketball leagues, uh, Air Jordans, uh, which I can say I've got eleven pairs of. <laughs> really nice, man. Are they worth? Are they worth like stuff as well? Are they worth money? Something worth a few quid now, yeah, oh. definitely. Um, but if you speak to Simon, uh, is it LeClick? Is that how you pronounce it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's massively into his boots, trainers, and trading them. He knows a lot about them. Ah, really? Yeah. Didn't know that about him. Um, the other thing that I collect, which is probably a little bit uh, cheesy, is I try and get a keepsake from each one of the weddings that I've shot. Oh, cool. Well, like a bit of cake. Have you got like, loads of moldy cake? <laughs> like, you know? <laughs> loads of moldy cake and use napkins. That sounds really weird. <laughs> um, if yeah, I get... What do you take? Uh, it depends. So um, if they've got photo booth or something like that, I might get a picture with one of the brides or the groom and stuff oh, yeah. like that. Um, sometimes I'm very fortunate enough to be seated with some of the guests. So I'll steal the, the, the table name. I always make sure it's all right, obviously, with the couple and stuff. I thought you were going to uh, say steal the cutlery then or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, times aren't that hard just yet. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a really nice idea to have something physical from each wedding, actually. Yeah, it's really nice. I have a little board of collectives that I've got of stuff just to remind me and keep me motivated for what I go and why I'm going to why I'm going do it. That's cool, man. That's really cool. Do you ever take like, because they sometimes have like spare bottles of champagne and stuff. You just grab one of them. Um, I've been gifted to them. I've been told, please feel free to take something. I've never just randomly walked up and gone, yeah, my hands are free. You can take <laughs> oh that's cool no i think that is really lovely that's that's a really nice really nice idea really nice um when was the last time you left your phone at home oh my god that is a good one uh ah probably about five days ago because i went to the gym and cursed myself that i brought my airpods and left my phone at home (laughs) it was an accidental one but that still counts Yeah, definitely not deliberate. I was just cursing myself walking into the gym. Oh, that's a bummer. That is, yeah, when that happens. Yeah, that's a bummer. Oh, cool. Yeah, it's funny. And I just, I don't leave my phone ever at all, constantly with me. It's, um, that's one of the things on my board for this year is to put the phone down more and be more in the moment. Definitely. Mm, that's true. But then I, I end up like using my phone to Google how not to procrastinate more and stuff. And it's just ironic, isn't it? That we just I was going to say there's a bit of irony in that. <laughs> mm, um, Phil, we, we have, we've, we've come to the hour. I've really enjoyed talking to you, man. It, it's just, sure. I could, we could do a whole two hour episode with you. You're just such a natural and so fun to talk to. Really fun. Um, I still got time for another question. Yeah, go for it. And let's do a big one. Um, but what would be your top tips to help someone become better at the documentary side of wedding photography of what we do? Yeah. What would be your top tips or top tip or just any thoughts? So, um, I probably touched on this a little bit, but the fam- that family side of things and being able to do a day in the life with somebody would definitely be something, but it, that's not accessible to you. Street photography, a hundred percent. Oh, cool. Um, do you do that quite a bit, do you? So uh, I try to. 
I probably don't get out to do it as frequently as I would like, especially after the past sort of 12 months. But yeah, um, in the early stages, um, when I was going through my development with uh, the mentor that I have, um, they were setting me a challenge to take 30 images a day to tell the story of the day. Um, oh, and that could be on your phone, it could be on professional camera, whatever you wanted to use. But I had to report the day to them. And that massively helped. Uh, because I was thinking about specifically getting up early to try and get uh, a shot of the sunrise so they could tell what sort of day it was or whether it was raining and then just develop the story over the day. Mm, but it, cool. it made me work at it to more decisive uh, in what you're actually taking the pictures of. So then it was a case of you could deliver the 30 pictures to them, but then it got down to you can only take 30 photos. You can't take 100 and then deliver 30 that you think are the best. Right. That from a documentary storytelling point of view really, really helped. That's really cool. Yeah, that's a great bit of advice. Nice. Cool, man. That's all good stuff. Awesome, dude. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's just been so fun talking to you. Really enjoyed it. Cheers, man. It's been great catching up with you again. Oh, as always. Yeah. And we're going to be able to do it in person in a few days. Hey, there'll be some hugs and some high vibes coming. <laughs> oh man, yeah, and I'll get I'll get you some rum, so I'm going to see the dancer, dancer man coming out to play. <laughs> I feel there's going to be an expectancy on this from people listening to the. Yes, there the will, won't there? That's true. That's true. We're going to like. I think I'm going to have to get the band to like introduce you for the final song and stuff. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> oh man honestly thanks so much uh, for coming on here and people listening now do head to this reportage.com and I'll, I'll include those two reportage awards that phil spoke about as well um a link through to his website and dude yes i'll see you in a few days safe travel over to dublin and um i'll see you on the monday night at the pre-drinks thing you will indeed dude yeah definitely awesome thanks for having me on oh man thanks for being on and see you soon see you soon see you later mate bye 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 You've been listening to the 105th episode of the This Is Reportage podcast. Always love talking to Phil, so it was really fab to have him on the podcast. Hope you enjoyed it too. Head to thisreportage.com for a link to his website and to see the couple of reportage awards he spoke about on the episode too. We now have 105 episodes of the podcast available where we speak to wedding and family photographers from all over the world, delve into our back catalogue to hear from the likes of Adam Johnson, David Scholes, Anna Backhouse, Else Corston, Menina Conyes Menina, Patrick Lombard, Leonard Walpott, Lisa Winner, Rowena Meadows, Peter Hellock, Eve Sheppers, Emma Collins, Rocio Vega, and many, many more. If you're not a member of this reportage or this reportage family, check out all the benefits of joining us, including an unlimited number of images on your profile, 60 individual award and 18 story award entries per year, invites to our physical meetups and parties, exclusive discounts, hours of educational videos featuring tips and advice from some of the world's best photographers, and much more too. Submissions are open now for our next award collections. We have six award collections per year, so every two months. The deadline to submit is the same for both our wedding site and our family site. Submit by 2359 GMT on 24th of March, 2022. No poses, nothing staged. This is Reportage. And this is bye for now. <laughs>